Welcome back, friend. Before we get into today's episode, I want to make sure you get on the wait list. The wait list for an amazing challenge I have coming up that's going to make 2022 the most successful year ever for you. You know deep down that it's time to turn your years of knowledge, your gifts, your talents, your experiences, your life experiences, and your career knowledge in what I like to call your God-given genius zone, you know it's time to turn that into a thriving online business so you can eventually leave that nine to five that is draining you because it doesn't align with who God created you to be. You know that it's time and you are ready to make an impact doing what you love and using the gifts and talents God gave you while making income. Are you ready? Would you love support as you go through this journey of creating, building, and scaling your online business? I have an amazing challenge coming up soon that will get you inspired and fired up to make 2022 the most successful year ever. I want you to get on the wait list and we will let you know when it's open for you to register so you can grab your free spot. You can get on the wait list at kristenduranchi.com forward slash challenge. The link will also be in the show notes. All right, let's get into today's episode. Do you know you have a bigger purpose than that nine to five? Yes, yes, you do. Welcome to the Abundant Christianpreneur Podcast. I am your host, Kristen Duranchi. I am a wife and mom who loves Jesus and I've also been known to bust a few moves to some old school rock and roll. (laughs) Right now, you are joined by other faith-filled women who are using their commute to redefine their life, change their mindset, and turn their passions, knowledge, life experiences, or even their hobbies into a powerful online business that allows them to have the freedom to do what they love. My goal is to inspire you to take a step of faith and transition from that employee mindset to the Christian CEO and create that powerful, profitable, and impactful business that has been on your heart. This is your show to learn from me and other Christianpreneurs tactical tips that will empower you to bring that dream to life. If you're ready to live your life by design, make an impact, and have the financial and time freedom to do what you want, when you want, then crank up that volume and let's do this. Happy Monday. Welcome back to the Abundant Christian Panure Podcast. I am so excited you are here with me today. We are going to be talking about eight tips to write better copy. Eight tips that I've learned along the way to write better copy. And when I am talking about copy, I mean the letters that show up on your social media, what you post, the words and the letters that show up on your landing pages and sales pages. Now, I am not a copywriter. Disclaimer right there. I am not. And there are some amazing copywriters out there that as long as you have everything in place, you know, your offer, the traffic to get there, an amazing irresistible offer and all that good stuff, the copywriting can be the icing on the cake, right? Because we need to have good copy. And for those of you that are like, okay, what was copy again? It's just the words, the sentences that you use to describe your 
ideal client you use to describe your offer and all of that good stuff. It's everything that you use, how you so post on social media, all that good stuff. So along the way, I've learned a few tips from some amazing people on how to write better copy because yes, you can hire a copywriter, but we have to know how to write good copy ourselves when we're posting and showing up every day in our groups on Facebook or Instagram and on social media, right? Or when we're writing that blog post. So today I'm going to give you eight tips to write better copy and they help me and I pray that they help you. So the first tip is to use the power of you. You are writing to only one person, just one person. And when you're writing, you need to keep that one person in mind. And who is that one person? It's your avatar. It's the person that you're called to serve. It's your potential ideal client, that one person. So do not really talk about yourself. Yes, we want to show up and talk about ourselves. We want to explain our story and things like that, but not all the time. And when we're posting about um, our what we can provide to our clients or the benefits that we give or the problem that we can solve, we want to be talking to our specific customer avatar, our ideal client. So the words you do not want to use is we, us, they. Okay, so when you're posting or even take a look on your website or your landing pages, we don't want to use those words. We want our customer, our potential ideal customer to be thinking, ah, she's talking directly to me. She gets me. So don't use we, us, or they. Use you, Y-O-U. And go through, and even if you're saying I, change I to you, right? Because if you say I was feeling stuck and overwhelmed, change I to you. I, if you're anything like the people I work with, you feel over, you feel stuck and overwhelmed, right? So talk about them. Um, That's the first tip. Change the I to you, okay? Y-O-U, because you want to be talking about them. The second tip is pains and problems. You want to talk about the symptoms and complaints that your ideal client already has. And if you don't know what those are, that's where market research comes in. But a lot of times we're talking about the problem. We're talking about the source or the cause of the problem, but not the way our client experiences it or feels it or talks about it. We want to talk to the symptoms and complaints when we're showing up on social media or we are writing our copy. So for example, let me give you a a easy kind of example of having a headache in Advil, right? (laughs) So the headache is the problem. The Advil is the solution probably to their headache, a quick solution. But um, why do they have that headache, right? Well, we as the quote unquote coach, probably know why they have the headache, right? They are probably dehydrated. That's what's causing the headache. But is our ideal client talking about dehydration? No, they're talking about their headache, how they have pain in their head. So we can write something like, are you struggling to concentrate and get your work done because you have a jackhammer going off in your head? Do you have pounding pain that you can't even focus or concentrate? See, we're describing the symptom and the problem and the complaint that they're having versus, hey, I know what's causing that headache. You're dehydrated. Are you dehydrated? That's okay. Drink more water during the day. I can help you. That's talking about the source of the problem. 
We're describing the cause of the headache. And 99% of the people don't even know the cause of their pains and problems, right? There's a total disconnect because whatever's keeping them up at night, in this example, that headache, they don't know why. Otherwise, they wouldn't be keeping them up at night anymore, right? They would have solved the problem. So we need to be talking to the symptoms, the pain, the throbbing headache. They can't concentrate. They can't sleep because their head is pounding, whatever that may be in your niche and area. Um, the cause or the source or the problem, the cause of the problem is dehydration. But our words first need to speak to the symptoms as they are describing them, right? So that goes along the lines of you need to know who your avatar is and use their words and copy, their symptoms that they're talking about. How do they describe their pain and their problem? What are they complaining about and how are they complaining about it? And we need to be specific. Using words such as stuck or overwhelmed is not specific because any business, any problem uses the word stuck and overwhelmed. So we need to dig deeper. We need to start where they're at. Start with a conversation they already have in their mind. Again, that's where customer research comes in. Your ideal client, you need to research them, do market research. So what is keeping them up at night? How do they describe their rock bottom moment? What is it that they're saying to themselves specifically? So be a great listener to your audience. And when you speak and write your copy, write to where they are at now. What do they want? Not what do they need? What do they want? And then use it and write it in their words because they don't know what they need. They are, they just know what they want. They want that headache gone, right? So speak to where they're already at and speak and use words that get your ideal client thinking, ah, she gets me. The third tip, write at a fourth grade level. If your fourth grader, your niece or nephew, or your child cannot understand what you are writing, then you need to simplify it. So stop trying to impress people. Stop making it complicated. Use simple, short sentences and simple words. And this was hard for me at first, <laughs> you know, having a college degree and writing, you know, more professionally in my CPA or my accounting career. Um, this was a little bit hard for me at first and it still gets me, but we need to be writing at a simple level, fourth grade level, because if they can't understand it and our potential ideal client has to use their brain and energy to understand what we're saying, we've lost them, right? Um, the fourth, I think it's the fourth or the fifth, I lost count, but the next tip is to be specific and tangible. So we kind of a little bit, we talked about this when I used the word stuck or confidence, but we need to be specific because being stuck is very broad. Anyone can be stuck, right? You can be stuck losing weight. You can be stuck scaling. You can be stuck um, trying to figure out what your purpose is. You can be stuck in uh, an abusive relationship. So what does stuck mean? Why are they stuck? For example, are they struggling to scale? versus just being stuck, right? Struggling. Are you struggling to scale? That sounds a lot better than are you stuck? Well, I don't know. What's stuck mean? How are you struggling to scale? So a lot of one-on-one clients do not have time anymore because they've taken so many one-to-one clients and they have no room to scale. See how that's more specific and more powerful in your copy? Um, When you're speaking directly to that person, yeah, they're stuck, but they're stuck because they have... Yeah, the little ones getting excited. They're stuck because 
they have no more room to take out any more clients and their income is flatlined. They have no more time. They have no room to scale. So that's more specific and powerful. The same thing with confidence or feeling overwhelmed. Those are feelings. They're internal feelings. We, they're not tangible. We can't touch them. We can't see them. For example, like having too many one-on-one clients, they don't have enough time to take on anymore. They don't have room to scale. That's something you can see and kind of touch, right? Being confident or overwhelmed is intangible. We need to make it tangible. So how do you know you don't have confidence if you're using the word confidence, right? How does your client know they don't have confidence? And they may be saying, I need more confidence, but why do they need more confidence? And we'll get into an example shortly here. And another thing you can do is add numbers to it to make it more tangible and specific. How confident are you? How confident are you on um, being able to scale on a number of one to 10? How confident are you to be able to lose 10 pounds in the next two months? How confident are you on a scale of one to 10 and have them give you a number because that makes that, that confident more tangible, right? So here's an example of intangible and tangible and making it specific and powerful. So I help people that are single that are looking to date, get more confidence. Well, what are they looking for? Are they, are we trying to sell them more confidence? Are we trying to sell them more dates? You know, what do they really want? And which is more powerful? What would you purchase if you were single, right? And you lack confidence and you wanted to date more people to find your significant other eventually. Hey, are you single and you want more confidence? Or, hey, are you single and you want to get more dates? What one would you buy, right? <laughs> the are you single and you want to get more dates? That's what they want, right? They want the more dates. And then you give them what they need, the confidence that they need in order to get more dates. Okay. So that's being specific. And we need to get very specific because that makes our copy powerful, even though it may feel uncomfortable and awkward. It may. Um, the next tip, tip number six, stop making assumptions about your reader or stop mind reading. <laughs> this is a mistake and I've done this. So if you're doing it, that's okay. No judgment. Just stop doing it and kind of make these small tweaks. When we're writing our copy or post or whatever, we kind of say, I see you, you do this, you feel this, you're having problems losing weight. Let me help. Well, that's bad, especially if the reader is thinking, well, you don't really know me. I just ran across your post or your website. Yeah, you don't know me. So you've kind of already lost them and the rapport is gone. You're stuck. You're broken. No, you don't know me. So this is an easy, very, very easy thing to fix by using if this, then that. Or you can also use the word maybe, and I'll give you an example or two. So if you are like most of my audience that comes across my stuff, you're probably already thinking to yourself, there's so much to learn. How am I ever going to figure this out and create my online business? And, and if that's you, you're in luck because I can help or just give a few examples. Then you're in luck, right? Or if you're like most of my clients that I work with, you're craving to leave your nine to five, but you're not even quite sure where to start then you're in the right spot. So it's not saying you are, you know, I know you, you're craving to leave your nine to five, but they may not, they may not, or they may want, still want to be at their job, but have their online business as just extra income, something that they do in, um, 
their time when they're not at work. So if you can use those small tweaks, if this, then that, like if you are most clients I work with, you're craving to leave your nine to five, but you're not even quite sure where to start, then you're in the right spot. Or if you are like most people I work with that aren't seeing results in whatever, or if you're like most people who are disappointed when you put on a few extra pounds and then you're not looking good in the mirror, I get that. See how that kind of changes? It kind of takes the blow like, oh, you're this, right? (laughs) Or if you're like most throw in your avatar. If you're like most faith-filled women at a nine to five, that's draining them. Then you have this feeling that deep down you're craving and you're meant for so much more. You want to make an impact in this world, doing what you love to be able to stay home and raise your world changers while making income and impact doing what you love. If that's you, then you're in luck. See how that those little tweaks can help you change this. And you can also do that with a problem too. If you've been struggling with losing weight for some time, then maybe you're beginning to wonder if you're really able to do that in the first place. Or if you're struggling to create your online business for some time and you're getting lost in everything that you need to do first that the gurus are telling you, then maybe you're beginning to wonder if you're even cut out for this online entrepreneurship in the first place. So that is, um, stop making assumptions about your reader, right? Use if then, or if this, then that, and kind of soften the blow, right? Instead of saying, I know you're struggling to lose weight and you don't like how you fit in your pants. (laughs) All right. The next tip, tip number seven, um, benefit elicitation. So this is kind of a feature versus the benefit. And a feature is a thing and the benefit is how you describe it, how you describe the benefits. So for example, like your offer or your, your course or your one-on-one coaching is the feature. Um, and what it does for your ideal client is the benefit and how it benefits them. Or another example is a generator. Our generator that we just purchased, I don't know, is like an 8,000 watt generator. The 8,000 watt is the feature but what does it do? It's going to power our house when we have no energy. I'm going to be able to plug in my appliances and use them. I'm going to be able to use my dryer with this generator. The benefits are I'm going to be able to use my appliances when this generator is plugged in, but people try to sell the features. This generator is 8,000 watts. That's the specs, the features, right? People try to sell that. We try to sell our online coaching, the feature, or it has so many modules, or you're going to get so many calls with me. Those are the features of the specs. We need to talk to and elicit the benefits. The things that we teach are the features. I'm going to teach you how to do better copy. That's a feature. I'm going to teach you how to train your dog. That's a a feature. But the benefit that they get from that is what we want to speak to. And you can speak to that by adding so that at the end of the sentence. So I'm going to teach you how to build a landing page so that you can build an audience of raving fans that want to buy your stuff faster. I'm going to teach you how you can create your online business so that you can leave that nine to five that is draining you because it doesn't align with who God created you to be. So know like what does your audience want to learn from you and then so that the benefit or the reason why. Okay. Because that's going to elicit their values. That's going to elicit their benefits. And that's going to speak to the problem that you can solve, but it's going to speak to it in a way where they are thinking more about how it's going to benefit 
them. And then the last tip, tip number eight, is to use your white space. <laughs> Don't, I see it so many times, even today, like people are just long content, which is fine and great, but use the white space, enter, you know, emojis, whatever you need to do. If you're on your landing page or your website, pictures and alternate the pictures looking left and then to right. So it kind of flows down through the page. So utilize the white space and use the pictures because it is definitely more eye appealing and helps your ideal client move through your copy. So I pray that these tips blessed you today. Even if you just take one and start using, you're going to have much more powerful copy where your potential ideal client is actually going to be like, ah, she gets me. And then you're going to be able to bring them in into your realm of influence so you can continue to nurture them and eventually lead them to your offer. So I pray you have an amazing blessed day. That's it for today, friends. It's your time to step into the role of the abundant Christianpreneur and put to use the gifts God has given you. There is only one you, and you are the expert someone is out there waiting to hear from. I want you to know this, feel this, and most importantly, be this. Never underestimate the impact and power you have. And hey, real quick before you go, do you want to win a free private coaching call with me? Take a screenshot of an episode and post it on your IG stories and tag me at Kristen Taranchi using the hashtag TheAbundantChristianpreneur. And if you feel extra daring, share one of your biggest takeaways. That is how you will get entered into the monthly drawing. And if you found value in today's episode, I would love it if you would subscribe leave a review, and rate the show. This not only helps me bring you more expert guests to learn from, but it also spreads the message to those who need to hear it. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day and spending it here with me. I appreciate you and see you next episode.